Yes, you are warm. Welcome to Emmanuel Prayer Line tonight. It's a special night for the Lord to do his great work in our midst. Amen. And I want to thank you that you have connected. Wherever you've connected from, may the Lord bless you. May he favor your cause and may he give you grace and glory. Hallelujah. I speak prophetically in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that may the strength of the Lord Almighty come upon your life. I prophesy over your home that may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding reign in your house in the mighty name of Jesus. Every form of controversy that the enemy has established and managed in the house for years past and for decades past. Today, I stand by the voice of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ that we reestablish a new foundation as the Spirit of God declares and alters in Jesus' mighty name. May the joy of the Lord surround everyone connected and every home linked on here tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. May divine provisions be made available unto you for you coming on this platform in the name of Jesus. Anything that needs dying, we declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that let it die. And anything that needs new life, even though it is dead, may the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead hit that object, hit that situation, hit that matter and bring the joy of the Lord back in place in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this privilege and this presence of your power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining in this morning and uh, this evening. Hallelujah. Anywhere, it may be morning in some parts of the world, <laughs> but here it's, it, it is evening. Amen. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out to come and spend time in prayer. This is Emmanuel Prayer Line, and we desire to get closer to God. Hallelujah. We desire to know what must happen and what is happening to our family and to our lives. Because if we don't see things happening with the understanding of knowing where it is coming from, the enemy may take undue advantage of our lives, and we refuse that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Uh, this month, we, we, we are the last, maybe the last day of the month. Yes, today is the last day of the month, and we are entering into a new month from tomorrow. Hallelujah. From tomorrow. I want us to take a strategic Amen. prayer and declare that whatever blessing that was denied you this month of May, today being the last day of the month, month may the Lord remember you and bring to pass what needs to come to your life. Hallelujah. Anything that must come into your life to make your life a blessing or better than it, should, it has been before, whatever it was that the enemy denied you because they didn't want you to obtain that favor or that blessing, today, by the grace of God, we are asking the Spirit of God, our Father, let it please you to bring it to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice with me and let's pray. Let's pray. Today is the last day of the month. Whatever blessing you did not obtain, that the enemy withheld back or made sure that you did not achieve by way of changing things, dynamics, because I see two people, you should have had some money. It's not a big money. It, it, money should have been in your hands. Some particular amount of money should have been in your hand. I see, I see a figure of like about 500 cities or something like that. Like it's a figure of five. That money should have come into your hand. But unfortunately, issues have happened and you have not obtained it. It's one way or the other, a blessing denied. 
Hallelujah. It is a blessing denied. And these things, we don't have to take things for granted to think that, oh, it is normal. It's not. Lift up your voice and say, Father, whatever I have been denied, this month of May, today being the last day, remember me. It is God who brings that divine remembrance. It was the remembrance of the Lord that came into the mind of King Atezazis to know what has been done to the one that got the message of salvation to his life when there was a plot to kill the king. And then they said that the servant of the Lord who used to sit at the gate came, Mordecai came and gave a tip off of what the enemy had planned. And it was from that moment, by the grace of God, that there was a remembrance or an act of uh, fulfillment of whatever needed to come into the life of the man. But it was a strategic moment because prayers had gone on. Hallelujah. Prayers and three days prayers and fastings had gone on. When they had received that information regarding the plan to kill all the Jews and everything. And after the prayer, all these things began to come into alignment for men to, for the man of God to now re remember that there was an act of wickedness projected against him just so that he can be eliminated. But the man that did that thing was not rewarded. Why? Because the enemy, I don't know what it was, whether it's Satan, I don't know what it was, whether it is own lack of um, involvement in the things that he needed to do, I don't know what it was, but after the prayer and after the fasting, all of a sudden, the book of remembrance was pulled out. And then it was opened for them to know that, yes, indeed, he did something in the past or some time ago. Why is it that now they are remembering or they are now, it is now coming to the notice of the king? Why didn't they reward him those times, those years? But now, because prayer had gone on, fasting had come into a play, and now the place of remembrance was taking shape. May your voice bring divine remembrance in the ears of the Lord, including all nature and voices in the atmosphere and anyone that must be in position to bless you. May your voice bring divine remembrance in the name of Jesus Christ. Every good gift and every perfect gift that you have done, any good joy and any opportunity that you have sown in somebody's life, any breakthrough, open doors you've made for someone, today may the Lord remember it because it's the last day of the month. Every month there's a particular allotted month of blessing that must come to us but unfortunately we get denied the enemy blindfolds us put all kinds of pressure on our life challenges here and there so we neglect or forget about this blessing tonight you will not go empty hallelujah Amen. you are not crossing over Amen. to june with an empty hands in the name of jesus lift up your voice Amen. and in prayer with me Amen. please lift up your voice in prayer with me in the name of jesus christ lift up your voice lift up your voice wherever it is anything any blessing you have not obtained this month, may the Lord bring it to pass in your life. Any pressure that you have encountered this month, whether the pressure of moving up and down, going to work, looking for a job, looking for salvation, looking for medication, looking for hospital, looking for support, looking for advice, looking for counseling, looking for friends, looking for things, and the blessing has not been the way you are. Tonight, let it not be said that you have not obtained that blessing. It shall turn around for your good. I say it shall turn around for your good in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As you are calling upon the Lord, may the Lord also bring to pass whatever blessing that must come into your life. Any opportunity or breakthrough that you, have, you must 
obtain. Tonight it shall come to pass as you are calling upon the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and declare it, declare it, speak it out. Tell the Lord, the Lord, it is my turn, O God. I declare that every blessing that I must obtain, anything that I have been denied, any breakthrough that should have come to my life in this month of May that I have not obtained by your message and by your grace, I speak now that let that blessings be unveiled. Let that blessings be unlocked. I declare that anything that has held it back, we remove it by the hand of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, by the hand of the Lord, oh God, release those blessings into my life. Release those breakthroughs into my life. Let a book of remembrance be brought, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let a book of breakthroughs be brought, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I also deserve rest. Lord, I deserve rest. Every rest that I must obtain, I should have obtained in the month of May. But today is the last day and I have not yet obtained it. I unlock it. I unlock it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Kadebo Shataya. Rabakamra Suni. I speak prophetically by your grace in the name of Jesus Christ that every blessing that I should have obtained and to walk in the blessings of peace, the blessings of increase in numbers, the blessings of promotion, the blessings of favor in my ministry, the blessings of acceptance and divine love and support, the blessings of, of, of help from everywhere that I should have obtained in this month of May that I have not received. Tonight I speak prophetically in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord, let it not be denied any longer. Let it be released. Let it be released into my life, into my home. Rekabado Sabah Leprande Ekabosha Viamborotonike Biopara de Cabrasi Votos Cabatia Rakatakatakata Biapara de Cabasua Vindro Tezabadia Rakimono Mosonda Biaparado Sabrande Vecabato Saba Recamandeama Zepro Talabosa Vencarabosside Vecratasimotua In Jesus' name In Jesus' name In Jesus' mighty name In the mighty name of Jesus Hallelujah Emmanuel Amen Amen The Lord indeed is with us Amen You can invite a friend And tell them that this is the time of prayer Hallelujah These things we don't usually even get the chance to pray them At home or at, at office Or even in church sometimes You don't get the chance It's only on Wednesdays and Fridays That you get these privileges Hallelujah I want you to prophesy Speak that let the peace of God remain in my home Let the peace of God remain in my life let the peace of God remain in my heart. Let the peace of God remain in my thinking. Let the peace of God surround my life. Let my environment know peace. Hallelujah. No matter what, no matter what chaos is going on, whether chaos at work, whether chaos in the whole, in the workplace, in the school, in the in the colleges, in the colleagues, in the friends, in the kids, and all that, you are declaring by the grace and the message of God that let the peace of God remain. Lift up your voice with me and let's pray that from today. You want to see peace working in your life. You want to see peace in your mind, peace in your thinking, peace in your decision making, peace at home, peace in your love, 
life, peace in your marital life, peace in your progress, peace in the things that you do. Lift up your voice because it's happening. Lift up your voice and speak it out. Hallelujah. Say it into manifestation. Tell the Lord, the Lord, you want to know peace. The Bible says that he is the prince of peace. And so you want to see Jesus in your home. You want to see Jesus in the lives of your children. All the hustle and bustle up and down. The lies here today, you lie about this. Tomorrow you say a little bit of lie. All it is because sometimes you want to escape some situation and so you don't want to tell the truth. And all these things has created all kinds of issues going on in your heart. But the Lord God Almighty, he is a, he's, the Bible says that he's a son and a shield. He can forgive and forget. He can transform and can reestablish you. And all these things can deplete peace. It can move peace far away from us. Tonight, I stand with you in the mighty name of Jesus. The inner peace that we have not encountered and seen, especially financial peace, especially breakthroughs that must happen into our lives, opportunities of blessings that must hit our doorsteps. I speak prophetically in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord God Almighty, who is and is to come, who is able and able to help and support, may he bring peace into our homes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I prophetically declare over your family and over your home that may the peace of God reign. May the peace of God reign. Let the peace of God rule. Let the peace of God reside in the mighty name of Jesus Christ into your home, into your faculty of blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, I want us to I want us to release the 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 power of the of the workings of the blood, the workings, the activities that the blood does. We want to employ that now, the blood of Jesus Christ. We're declaring that Lord, let the power in the blood of Jesus be activated in my home. Lift up your voice. Let's do this because it, the, the blood is going to subdue some tension. The blood is going to turn things away. The blood is going to correct errors. The blood is going to establish new phenomenon. The blood is going to do all kinds of stuff. Whatever it is, there's no limit as to what the Spirit of God will do with the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the blood, the life in the blood will bring life back into a dead situation, into a dead environment, into an environment where there is no sense of hope and joy and environment where the, the, the capabilities of God is not a seen or realized. Lift up your voice in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's plead the blood. The power in the blood be activated in my home. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice because it's going to keep every stubbornness. The blood is going to silence the voice of stubborn situation, stubborn matters in the house, in the family, in the name of Jesus Christ. This voice we declare and we activate the blood of Jesus Christ by faith, oh God, that let every home represented here receive the activation of the blood of Jesus. Receive the activation of the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus bring peace. Let the blood of Jesus bring hope. Let the blood of Jesus bring joy. Let the blood of Jesus bring happiness in the mighty name of Jesus. In the blessed name of Jesus. Kadeh, 
Rosha, Ayan Tolom Roscavia, Alibos Cabaya, Anemos Capiatola, Ratarabose, Vecambo Saba, Bia Paradea, Libros Cabandia, Jati de Bocaba, Raparabro Sabrande, Vecano Sana, Lipri Tololoza, Ahantelebosha, Vicrandea Mazibia, Repolo Brasivo, Bandolo Braski Vandi, Jacabarabadababa, Jacarabadabadababa, Jacarabadabadababa, Bronze Mano Camandia, Libria Corobro Savrandia, Beson Diakira, in the name of Jesus, I activate the blood, I invoke the blood of Jesus Christ, that let it work in our lives, work in our homes, silence the voice of the enemy, bring every demonic accusation against the work of our hands, against our movement, against our source of income, against our progress, against our source of favor, against the place of joy, against the place of our peace, against the anywhere that we are declaring the joy of the Lord, we release the blood of Jesus to be activated there, now and forever, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the blood work in our children, let the blood be activated in our grandchildren, let the blood be activated in our in-laws, in the mighty name of Jesus, our father-in-laws will release the blood of Jesus to cover them, our mother-in-laws will release the blood of Jesus to cover them, our son-in-laws will release the blood of Jesus to cover them, everywhere we stand, we declare and decree that the Lord himself shall do us good through the blood of Jesus. We speak this prophetically into our homes, into our children, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every foundation that is wrongly established, we deploy the blood of Jesus to go down deep into the roots of the foundation. In the mighty name of Jesus, every seed that has been sown by the forces of darkness affecting the foundations of our lives, the foundations of our children, the foundations of our home, this moment we stand by the voice of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hey, Yarabarabosa, Yarabarabosa, Nimakaba, Reparabasuna Mokaya, Vendro Talabosa, Biaconomosa Brande, Imbraso Cavosa, Indarake Taladeza Brandia. We deploy the blood to go to the foundations of our families, the roots of our families in the mighty name of Jesus, the DNAs of our family in Jesus' mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me say something small from the book of Psalms, Psalm 11, verse, verse 3. Psalm 11, verse 3. The Bible says that if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations, they are destroyed, what can the righteous do? I want to say something very striking here. The Bible says that the foundations of the earth were established by God. In the book of Job, the scripture says that whoever knew where the foundations of the world was laid. Hallelujah. So Job 38 verse 4 says that where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me. If you have any understanding. And these were statements from the Lord himself. Having an argument with Job as it were. At the time Job was now trying to draw God into the equations of his life. Hallelujah. The matters that was pertaining to his life. And Job could not understand with all his wisdom and the knowledge. His goodness and everything that he had done. Job could not understand why he was going through what he was going through. And he had done everything right. But still. 
wrong was prevailing in his life. And the question is, why should wrong prevail in my life if I'm doing everything right? And this is one thing that a lot of people don't understand, especially when it comes to the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes they think that when you encounter challenges, it's because you've done something wrong. That's the Greek philosophy. That's the Greek mentality. Think that if you do wrong, you, you have to be paid with wrong. And so sometimes evil can happen in the home or challenges can happen to a righteous man or somebody who is uh, pure in heart and yet they are seen wrong. A young man died, you know, a young man died because the wife, listen to me carefully, because the wife felt that the, the, the husband was not making enough money. And so out of pressure, the woman pushed the man to exertion that the man had to work extra hours, extra days and all that. Mm -hmm. And the health of the man was deteriorating. And every money that came into the life of this young girl, she was still not pleased with it. She was confessing. Today I was listening to the interview. And then after a while, out of depression, this woman left the man and walked away. They had one child, walked away to another man who had the money. But didn't have the heart of this old um, um, husband. And the husband had given everything, including himself, to this woman. And she said that I, this is where I knew that a true love exists. This is the testimony of the woman who broke the heart of the brother who died. Said, I knew that true love exists because this guy showed me what was love. Mm. And yet she chose to. To, to, to skip the whole matter and leave them, the guy alone and, and go for another man because that man had a bit more financial clout than he, his, her own husband. And so the man out of depression, he passed away. A young man, about 38 years old, he died. And when he died, when he died, now this girl now is left alone with one child on a second marriage and realized that the man that he was going after, he had the money, but he didn't have the heart. And so mm. now she was missing the love from the one that is passed away, but he couldn't, she couldn't make it. Why? Because the foundation of the life of this girl had not been well established. The guy was doing everything right, but the, the results or the results of the reward coming to him was something that was not appreciable or something that was valuable in the sight of this, of this young, man, young man or in the life of this young man. So he passed away so shamefully. And here Job was experiencing similar situation the trouble going on in his life but the foundation the foundation of his life he knew that he had done everything so what was it going on wrong that he could not put a finger on why why Hallelujah. And so God, who is the foundation builder or who is the one that can initiate the beginnings of foundation now came into the equation to help him to understand that he is the one that built the foundation of the whole world. And so if you need him to come into your life to do some matters for you, employ him and he will be there. Hallelujah. And so Amen. he came here with this question in the book of Psalms, verse 11, verse 3, uh, chapter 11, verse 3, saying that if the foundations of the righteous are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Though they are righteous, they are doing everything good, they are giving off their best, they, they are giving their heart to people to support them, and they are loving people and everything, and yet the results of reward coming to them is something that is not equating to the deeds that they are giving out as love outside. 
I saw a seed of mango trees. How come that now I'm reaping pepper on those trees, yet I did not plant the seed of pepper to give me any heat or trouble? And it is coming from the foundations. Things oh. have gone on wrong somewhere. And we never knew how it happened. The scripture says in the book of Matthew that when the righteous or the, the labor slept, the enemy also came among them to sow up the tears. And so now the establishment of something new, which was not done by the farmer, who gave a good seed in a field that was plowed by him. Now a stranger, a, a, a wicked one has come in here, unbeknown to the servant, unbeknown to the, the, the owner of the field, now has been sown among the, the good seed. What can he do now? The foundation. We are talking of foundation. Now the foundation of these things has been established. Now what is this farmer going to do? And the only obvious choice was this, that he had to wait until the end of the time of the harvest. And that is the only place that he can be able to identify between this, the tares and the wheat. I want to talk a little bit on this because I know a little bit of information on this. The tares and the wheat, when they are sprouting together earlier mm -hmm. on, the scripture says that if you don't take care, you may mistake a tares for a wheat. And mistaking a wheat for a test because they all look alike. They look almost the same. It is as if what you are pulling up is also a wheat, but you will realize that by the time you finish, you have pulled out a proper seed. And so the only thing you can do is to allow them both to grow to until that time of harvest, to the moment where harvest is going on. That's the only time you can be able to identify between the two because tests never produce seed except yes. wheat. Amen. But they look alike. The foundation, I'm talking about foundation because this month of June that we are entering in tomorrow is the month of the, of, for the family. We want to deal with decisively every family establishment that is troubling our life or giving us all kinds of headache that we are not advancing. By the end of this, this month of June, by the grace of God, you will see a lot of progress in your family by the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the foundations we are going down deep into the foundations of our lives. Hallelujah. Gradually and systematically. So please do not miss any one of the meetings, whether it's a Sunday or Friday or whatever meetings that are sent up with the fastings and prayers, please join in. Hallelujah. We are starting our fasting this Friday on the 2nd. We are starting our fasting this Friday on the 2nd. And every Wednesday and every Friday, we are fasting the whole of this month of, uh, of June. Every Wednesday and every Friday, we are fasting. Yes. So it's going to be two, two uh, and Amen. five. Hallelujah. Amen. So please Amen. join in. I will employ you. On some Sundays, we may fast and finish when we finish uh, breaking the fast uh, after service. So please, when the instructions come as the Spirit of God gives, then we all get involved. Hallelujah. So every Amen. Friday and every Wednesday, we are fasting by the grace of God. And the focus is your family. 
The focus is what? Your family. The foundations of my family. The focus is the foundations of my family. The foundations of your family. The foundations of everything around you. The foundations of your business, your account. How much did you even open the account with? Sometimes here in Britain, they let you put one pound in. Why? Because they don't want you to rise so much. So they say, start with one pound. And you put one pound inside. And you think that that's all it is. You know, you've got to begin to reestablish some new rules and some new foundational establishment. Hallelujah. And so the scripture came here with the, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 37, says that, That says the Lord, if heaven above can be measured mm-hmm. and the foundations of the earth can be searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seeds of Israel for all that they have done, says the Lord. And I want to draw some strong information from this. Listen to me carefully. The Bible is saying that the earth is uh, the heavens here that we see, that we don't know the ends of it. The Bible says that there is a measurement in the hand of God that can measure the ends of heavens. And also on earth here, the scripture says that there is a, a tool in the hands of God that can identify the, whatever goes on beneath the foundations of this earth. Because Job 38 tells us that it is God who did the foundation. So whatever goes, went on underneath the foundations of the earth, it can be searched out. Amen. If the foundations of the earth can be searched out, then you and I, our foundations can also be searched out. If only we have the desire to know what went wrong, where, or how the whole genesis of our lives came into being. Amen. And so he says, <coughs> my apologies. That says the Lord, if heaven above can be measured, And the foundations, which means there is not only one foundation that belongs to this earth. There are different facets and different lives. It is the same way. If we pick the DNA that you have, you realize that you have a a, a DNA as a white person in your blood. We have a DNA of somebody, an Indian person in your blood, an Italian person. It's amazing. I'm talking about somebody with skin of my skin tone of mine and yet i have the dna of an european in my blood mm-hmm. why because the foundation if you go down deep somewhere along the root cause how we came into existence we realized that we all came from a similar environment and that is what made us and the blood kept on increasing because now mm-hmm. my sister Amelia has now uh, connected to a new man mr uh, mr and reverend uh, uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And so their, their offspring, when it comes into the scene, you realize that their offspring, offspring has got a DNA between the, the, uh, Auntie Amelia and, and my brother together, and the child has got her or his, his own DNA. When this DNA comes out, she will also go marry in the future to another person, and that, and it keeps on going. So, the, if, and if let, this is it, if there is a pressure in the side of, let's say, uh, Auntie Amelia or whatever. 
whatever it was going on in the life of uh, uh, Uncle, Uncle ben, uh, Ruben, whatever problem that their family had, and this one also had, now those two has come together and has been formed as one seed in the life of this young child. And then the child also grows, carrying the seed of two separate families, the pressure went, that went on, the blessings that was in the, the weight that was in there, it's in this life. And so the child will grow. Now he wants to achieve mm -hmm. a lot of things, and yet they can't see, mm -hmm. oh, and things are being delayed. These things are being denied. Why is this? Why, why all these things? And we keep fighting, not knowing where we can come out of the pressure. And we are still in the dark moments, in the dark situation. Sometimes our, our little life flicks out here and there. But people of God, there is the opportunity from the word of God that the foundations of our lives can be searched out. The foundations of our lives can be searched out. Whatever that has gone on in the past, it can be identified, corrected, or realigned to the purposes of God so that a new foundation can be set in motion for the future of the generations to come. Hallelujah. When I observe as a little yes. man that my family now, I came from a very strong family, my father's side, my dad would say that, don't argue with my family members. It's true. You dare not argue with my father's side, the family members. If you want your life to eat, to, to have the ability to eat food, just don't argue with them. If they tell you that something is not right and they don't want it, just say thank you. It's okay. You keep it to yourself and move away. And it's a fact in the house. Why? Because the potency of wickedness in the house is so strong and powerful to the point that if you choose to argue with them, you are arguing with your destiny. Hallelujah. They know how to crush you in seconds. Because they were that potent. And the side of the family of my mom also is different. It's also a religious side where they, they, they are more into the area of prayer and religious things and all that. So here, the background of McCarthy is, has got two different backgrounds all together. Missed up. And then now you want this McCarthy come out to come and live any good life. It's almost impossible. But God, with his infinite wisdom, began to reveal this thing to me when I was in secondary school. And then prayer began to go on gradually. And then the spirit of God that was able to birth new seeds in us to be able to begin to rethink about how to rebuild our lives. All of a sudden, I began to go through the process and began to keep up prayer by the mercies and the grace of God. And that brought me out and began to take me out of the circles because I literally had to cut myself off literally like cutting myself off of the family from my father's side i had to do that about 20 uh, 20 years ago i began to cut myself off literally gradually that i should i could get myself in to the position i had to be in and then i began to keep my prayers for my family my sisters my siblings my immediate ones i began to pray for them cutting them off also cutting them off also gradually it took us some time some years though but we were able to get ourselves out to the place where we are now I'm saying this to draw your attention to something that foundations that has gone on in the future or in the time past. I'm sorry, I'm talking about the time past. We were not there. 
We don't know what the fathers of old chose to use to build our homes. We don't know the kind of ways that we were birthed out of. We don't know the kind of blood that they possess that we are now having the same seed in us or the same blood in us, the same tendencies in us. Listen to me. Some of the foundations that has gone on were very corruptible foundations. There were foundations that can never be even mentioned in public because sometimes some of them were messed up like parents and, 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 and Moab. Their blood is not a genuine blood. It's a blood of incest. And yet, the act of that, families began to come, and now we have, we have the Moabites, and we have the Perizzites, and all that. And it kept on growing because uh, uh, two sisters decided to do the abominable thing in an environment that produced that thing. And so, if a child comes out of this, it's not the fault of the child, and yet the child endures the pressure of the errors of the parents. Except the Lord comes into the equation. This thing will continue to persist and persevere in the bloodline, affecting many people, affecting many generations, affecting many grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and all kinds of kids in the house. And you are at a place and you ask yourself, what went wrong? Why did I do wrong? Why is it that all these things are persisting like this? And sometimes you will do everything and you wouldn't see what is going on. If you don't go in the setting of the foundations, you will never be able to come to the full apprehensions of what has gone on wrong in time past. But when we come to the place of understanding, by the grace of God, when I was attacked a few days ago and I was dying out here and everything, and I requested that everybody be praying for me, I, I knew that prayer would work and I believed that prayer would work. My declarations and decrees was going on and I was crying out. I said, Lord, save me. Lord, I shall not die. And I was speaking. I knew that I was dying. I see, I'm telling you what was happening. I knew that I was dying. If you're not drinking and you can't breathe and you can't eat, you can't go to the toilet, you cannot sleep for five days, it, it will end you up. Hallelujah. Five days you are gone. You try yourself. Don't sleep for three days. Let's see what happens to you. And all that I was doing was just crying out and praying and crying out. And, I, and all of a sudden it came to mind. I said, look, I have prayed for three days, four days, and the thing is still persisting and persevering. I'm actually becoming more. The doctors have done the scan. I went into the machines to do a scan because they could not understand. They did every scan. I asked them, they told me that, am I a heavy smoker? That was the question that they sent me. They asked me, are you a heavy smoker? And I said, I've never smoked. So what about alcohol? I said, I don't drink. Apart from water, even fruit juice, I'm not a fan of fruit juices and stuff like that. So I don't, I'm not a fan of this stuff. You can ask my wife, and you can ask those who know me for long, those who have ever come into my fridge, those who used to be with me when I was single. You, some of them come into my fridge, and the drinks in there will still be in there. I'm not that kind of type, type person. I'm not so much a sweet person. I'm sweet inside, not outside. Hallelujah. So I don't waste my life on stuff like that. And yet, my lungs and everything to them was dried up. Why? Because evil foundations have been established somewhere demanding my life from the family. And I had to stand in and ask him for help. And then I went down and all of a sudden I said, no, I have prayed for days and results haven't happened. So now I have to do a prayer of inquiry. And I began to ask the Lord, Lord, show me where this problem is coming from. And then the Lord revealed to one of our brothers and he said, this is what I have seen. 
And then I went back again. The moment he said that to me, instantly I could see the hand of the enemy taking off my body. I said, hmm, this is the results. Okay, then I need to know more. And then I began to ask the Lord more. And I was struggling to sleep. I said, Lord, show me. Lord, show me. Where is this coming from? And then he began to open my eyes to give me deeper details from where the situation was happening and how I could come out of it. People of God, and it had taken almost eight days to that time. Mm. I'm telling you something. If the foundation is not searched out, there's no amount of prayer can be able to rectify the matter if God does not come into the scene to be able to help you, which means that we need to get understanding of what went wrong in the past. That's the only way we can begin to get the, uh, the solutions to the problem that is prevailing. We need to know it. If you don't have a clue, you cannot resolve any matter for us to resolve any matter we should know the, the root cause they take your blood they go do the blood analysis and they come and say okay this is in the blood this is that in the blood this one is not in the blood this is not in the blood so they can begin to work from that point remember there's life in the blood so if the life in the blood has been able to identify where the problem is that's why you are dying then they can be able to rectify the matter but this time around whatever results or samples of blood they took and everything i can't even tell you what happened with that the blood got missing my blood got missing in the hospital Jesus. <laughs> my blood got missing <laughs> in the hospital for three hours they couldn't find where the blood was the guy who did it didn't know where he left it <laughs> the doctors nobody knew where it was so oh jesus christ hallelujah you see what the Amen. devil can do they want to go to the root cause of the matter and the only thing they could do was to use the blood as samples to be able to analyze what's going on within my blood system and yet mm -hmm. the blood that they needed to have is got is gone missing in the hospital for four hours they couldn't find it between four doctors, they could not find where my blood was. It's missing, and they were chasing after it here and there and all that. Four hours, they couldn't find. Hmm. Anyway, people of God, the foundations of our life is very vital. The foundations of our marriages are very vital. The foundations of our relationship are very vital. The foundations of our education are very vital. Every foundation is vital. It is out of these foundations that we can talk about. Maybe Friday we'll talk about altars and all that and everything. Because the family settings has set the blood foundations already. And so whatever issues that came from this blood and this issue that came from that blood put together is what is going to make us a new blood. And that mm -hmm. is the blood that is now going to live on its own as a new species from these two uh, specimens come together to produce this object or this human mm -hmm. being. And therefore, anything that plays out from my life, okay, whatever that I play out from my life to the world, it is as a result from the, the blood that came from my life or the backgrounds of my mom and my dad put together. So every foundation in their life, if it's of a bad foundation and a bad foundation from this side, guess what foundations I've got? Mm. Hallelujah. And so my mm. foundation will not be something that will be appreciable or respectable or valuable or even profitable in this life. Except the Lord who is able to transform a negative foundation and rebuild it to the glory that he desires to get through that kind of life. He must come in to be able to establish me. But I need mm. to know what I have. 
And then I present what I have to him so that he can work it out the way I have presented to him and to bring it out the way he wants it to see it fit. That is why foundations are vital. Amen. Hallelujah. And so today, Amen. we want to talk about the foundations of the familyhood. Hallelujah. And that is where Amen. I want to focus on. And so the scripture says that if the foundations are destroyed, though you are a righteous man, what can you do? You can't do much. Though you are a pure person, somebody holy in the sight of the Lord, what can you do? Not very much. Why? Because the devil or some wrong issue has gone underneath the foundations. Hallelujah. Amen. I was planting something. Some roses. I bought some roses, seven of them. Uh, if I buy the fresh ones, you know, I like life stuff, you know. If I buy the fresh ones, by the time I see Jaro put it in the flower and the vase and all that, it would have taken three days so it's drying up. So the water won't soak in down there to give the beautiful blues and all the blooms of the roses. So now I chose a new strategy. I said instead of buying a, a, the one that is cut, I buy a life one. So I go to the shop, I buy a life rose, I bring it to her. I said, these are your roses. I'm going to plant it for you. And then I bought um, chicken manure. And then whenever I'm planting it, I put manure underneath the roots of the roses. So the manure serves as fertilizer to boost the strength of the roses. So when the, some of the roses comes out, it is beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's big. It's, it's, it's fluffy. It's powerful. If you come into my garden now, you will see. A couple of them. I've got a couple of them. Maybe about 10 or 12 different roses. And it's a small garden too, not a big one. But guess what? Every one of them, I put that thing underneath. And one of the roses, the red roses, it comes, when it bobs, it bobs twin. It bobs out twin flowers. So there's wow. two flowers coming out of one shoot. And I've never seen that before. And it's so beautiful. All of a sudden, this thing started dying out. I was giving it fertilizer. I was pouring water underneath it. I was doing everything. It was dying out. Why? Because underneath the soil over there, I only found out about three or four days ago, underneath the soil, the clay, there is a particular clay that is not allowing the thing to grow well. So all the nutrients that I put underneath has now been depleted. It's been one year plus now. And so the strength of the roses, the roots has gone out away from where I could get the nutrients to get in there. So now the thing was dying, doing everything. And now what I, I went to, out to, to, the, to, to one of the friends who knows how to deal with roses and said, listen, you have to dig, dig around it and then put new soil there and all that. I looked at it, I said, no, 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 this thing, I don't know what kind of roots this thing will take again and then divert to somewhere else that the clay is there and it can begin to kill this thing. So what I did was to dig it out, reposition it somewhere in the garden and put a new manure, a new stuff underneath it and now it is coming back again with a new life. What am Amen. I saying? <laughs> now I have repositioned the rose from where it was. Though it began blossoming, beautiful, but the seed now is not coming out again and is dying out. So what I can do is to find a new ground that is acceptable to this thing so that its roots can find expression for itself to be able to blossom the way it used to be. So the foundations of our life must also be treated the same way. 
that Amen. if you find out that you are playing the tune and it's not being danced at or you are giving your best and results are not coming you are sowing the seed and no results coming out and every effort as you can give in every Amen. expectation is not coming as this way it should be remember that where you have sown the seed it may not be getting the nutrient that it should be so the foundation Amen. must be taken care of so if there should be a realignment or repositioning or re-establishment on all that, you've got to begin to analyze with the help of the Lord, with the help of the Holy Spirit, begin to analyze and ask God questions. Say, Father, what do I do from here? What went wrong in the genesis of my life? How did my mom and dad even came together? How was it that my parents came to where they were? How is it that these families became like this? What came into the existence of the family? How how come that all the men in the house look like some lazy riffraffs and they don't have anything to do in life and they are lazy and every one of them finding excuses to life and they are not taking up matters into their own hands? How come that these ones are also taking matters into their hands and yet they don't want to do anything with the God that, that blesses them? And why is it you've got to ask questions. If we don't come to that place of asking the Lord, what is going on with me that is not right? Yeah. We will not be able to correct that went on even the times that we did not know. So the foundations are vital to reestablish us in the path of glory. If not, the saints, the Bible says that whatever you can do will not be enough. That's the meaning yeah. of this statement. That if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The righteous cannot do much. If your foundations are already a broken foundation, if the building hasn't got solid grounds to stand on, the foundations can cause the collapse of the total building. But there is a way of propping foundations, hallelujah. There is a way of propping foundations. The builders will tell you. They know how to go about it and to be able to reorganize and put out, inject some kind of stuff underneath the foundation so that these foundations can gain new strength, can gain new solid grounds, can gain new roots so that the things that must happen to the life can happen into it. People of God, we need to call upon God. The Lord, I want to know. I believe that you can do more than what you have done. And this has been my question, my cry, that this month of June, Lord, help us to know where we came from, how we even came about with where we are. Why should, for me to come out of financial bondage, it took me six years. Six good years. I am praying all the prayers and everything and all that until the time. One day, I said, I stopped all the prayers and I began to do the prayer of inquiries. And that was the time the Spirit of God began to unveil to me where the problem was. Hallelujah. How somebody came into my house. You know those, I don't know if you do have piggy bank. You know the piggy bank? That small stuff, that small thing that you put coins, you go to town, you put your coins inside, you know, all the small, small coins, the loose coins, you come and put them in there. At the end of the year, sometimes people, would, what they do is to take it to the, um, the bank or somewhere, they go and change it and make, uh, get a bit of money and use it for something. That was what I have. I remember I was praying, I was doing working night, day and night, 17 hours a day. I was not even sleeping in the house. I was sleeping in buses and everything. I worked my heart and my leg out. Everything in my life, I worked it out to raise money, capital, and yet 
penny was not in my pocket. I mean, nothing, zero was in my hands. At the end of the month, there was no money. And I was crying. I said, Lord, what's going on? And I could not get the answer because my focus was all on that. And I was binding the devil. I was binding the devourer. I was binding everything, quoting scriptures and all that. Until one day, I took some time out with fasting. I said, Lord, you better show me this time. I want to know. And this time, it has taken six years of my life. In strange bondage, financial impoverishment. I mean, somebody living in Aborigine and cannot have a square meal to eat. And I was working too. I was working, full-time working, working day and night. I mean, morning and evening, sleeping in buses, moving. And sometimes some of the trains will even take you past your train station where you are coming off because you are sleeping. I mean, standing at the door, holding the doorpost so that whoever is passing will hit me or something. Yet they will pass underneath my armpit and then they will leave the bus, the bus or the train and the bus will take me to another, uh, another stop. That is not my stop because I'm sleeping. I'm gone. Hmm. And I was in there. And then the Lord began to reveal to me, somebody paid us a visit in the house where the flat I used to live in. And then there's this piggy bank in there. And the person came and dropped in coins. So this is your piggy bank. This is my also, my also offering. And then they put in there. And that was part of the genesis of my pressure. It wasn't the main. It was part of it. So everything I was doing, I was not making ends. I never tre passed the threshold of 600 pounds in my hands at the end of the month. Never. Hmm. And yet I was working more than enough. More than enough to make those things. And I didn't know where the money was going to. I could not explain it. I, I was going to somebody else's account. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you things that has gone on in my life, personally, that the foundations were wrong. I didn't know what to do, where to turn, who to talk to. And then one day, the Lord opened my eyes to see that thing, the coin, the coin jar. So I picked the whole thing. I made some declarations on it, and I threw the whole lot away. I said, now you go with all your burdens in the name of Jesus. And now I, the thing now had become a bit okay. And I kept on praying, praying, praying. And I said, Lord, you have to show me this thing. It must turn around. I'm struggling financially. I mean, some common, common shoes. I mean, well, some shoes, my shoe was, was, was bent on the half at the bottom. And I couldn't get money to buy any, any extra shoe. Clothes, nothing. Five years, I never bought one shirt. Five years. I'm telling my personal life here in UK. So now one day, one of the soft mommy in the, in the church that I used to be in told me that you are all, all, soft mommy came to me and said, oh, you are always never dressed right. And I said, mommy, if you could buy me something, I'll be able to put it on, you know. I said it, I told mommy, if you could buy me something, I would be able to put it on. But nobody ever gave anything. You know, they expect that, oh, you're a prayer person and everything, you should be okay. But look, the prayer was not going according to the purposes of God's plan for my life. And so it wasn't working. And that is why I am here to lead you by the grace of God with revelation with divine revelation from the Lord so that whatever I went in, it stops with you. You don't have to go in there. Your grandchildren must not go in there. Your great-grandchildren must not endure the same thing. My children, they, they are not going to go in there. No. No, my wife won't go in there because I know it. I have been through it. And it should not happen. If I'm not able to pass this on, then I have not done myself justice. Neither have I done the body of Christ any good. Amen. And the Lord showed me another one. This time around, it was the family. 
So now I know that the family, the settings, this is where the problem is. I dealt with that. And then the Lord gave me another revelation for another family. And then I dealt with that. And then the Lord gave me another revelation about another person who was close to me as a, as a matured person, like an a, a auntie or something, that the devil was also using to drain me out. And then I, I understood that one. And I blocked that one also, gradually, gradually. And the Lord began to unveil to me the mysteries of my, my pressure, my plight in this country and when i began to see all these things now my life was taken back in shape and gradually yeah. so the screaming i was screaming in prayer had reduced yeah. but the results was a lot hallelujah fear yeah. fear and timidity was 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 like a cloth over my mind i was even yeah. timid i was scared every the only place i could be bold was on the pulpit when i'm speaking the word of god that's the only place you can see fire coming out but when i come out i look like somebody who is chicken and i was hiding out wet chicken somewhere and the lord gradually began to pick me up show me how the foundations Amen. of my life has been. Tonight, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen. that may your eyes begin to open in dreams and in visions in revelations to know what has been fighting you what the trouble has been from the time of secondary school days the times where somebody put their hands and brushed your hair and say hey daughter of this person you are growing well oh they know what they put in your head at that time the limit that they place upon you that you don't rise above some measure a stranger somewhere, a neighbor in the neighborhood, a sister, an auntie, a cousin somewhere has been fighting this thing so that you can't rise to become any, any army in the sight of the Lord. By you, by the grace of God, you will rise in the name of Jesus Christ. You, by the grace of God, you will excel in the name of Jesus Christ. By you, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will advance by the power of Jesus' name. Jesus. It will shock them and surprise them when they see your first book coming out. Hallelujah. When they Amen. see your first Rolls Royce rolling down the aisle and coming Amen. to you with your keys on it. Hallelujah. Amen. They will be surprised Amen. to see you walking into your mansion, 10 bedroom mansion, and still sleep in a small portion of the house. And you just enjoy every atmosphere that the Lord will bless you. They will soon see you walking with all the flamboyance of good health and vitality in your life. They look at you and say, wow, you look so awesome. Say, yes, it is the Lord's doing. Hallelujah. And this is my prayer for you tonight. So I want you to stay with me by the grace of God for all this month. Every Friday, every Wednesday, we are fasting. Hallelujah. Every Friday, every Wednesday in June. So we are starting from 2nd June. We are starting, starting from 2nd June and believing God that every single day of this month of June, you want to see the manifestation of the glory of God in your family, in your life. So now we want to start with the foundations. Hallelujah. So that is why today this message came to you by the grace of God, that the foundations of your life, the foundations of your union, the foundations of your relationship. Hallelujah. I, I, I did, uh, there is a couple, uh, they are not on the platform, but I will say, share it as a testimony. I said to them, I said something that is not, in the religious settings, they will say it is not right. But these people married legally. They've done the legal marriage and they've done the family marriage, except wedding. Mm. And now they were denied to see each other. And I spoke to the girl and I said, listen, uh, by God's grace, the Lord has used me to raise you for all these years. 
Mm. I don't want you to miss the opportunity to see your your, your husband. Mm. If the families have approved, your mom, your mom and dad, and the mom and dad here, and the pastors were there and they prayed for the two of you, and the families exchanged whatever they needed to exchange to approve that the two of you should live together. Don't listen to the lies of these people. That wedding is the reason is the only time. Whilst the families have approved, the parents have approved, and the, and and legally you have done registered in the courts, you are married. So please Amen. go in. The girls, oh Rev, I don't want to do anything. I said, okay, you stay on. Hmm. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, almost nine years now, they are still barren. Nine mm -hmm. years now. They are still. And I, every time she calls me and says, Rev, you told me. I said, I know. Now I am asking God, how do I resolve this? Mm -hmm. But this came as a revelation to her. But she refused to do it because of the quote and oath. Quote, mm -hmm. Some of the bishops say, said, no. And I said, my brother, listen, I'm not stupid. I know the Bible. Okay, how many how many places in the Bible? Even Jacob, when 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 Rachel was picked up from uh, from Padanaram, coming mm. to the house, Isaac never knew her. Isaac didn't know, and it was twenty four hour admittance of this girl, and the parents approving of what Eliezer was holding at the time. So if this is a biblical precedence, why then trouble yourself with all these strange doctrines of men to disturb you? The devil will infiltrate. By the time you realize you are struggling and praying, as I'm speaking, they are still believing God. And I'm still believing God with them. I don't know now what to do. I don't know. I don't know. It's only a prayer of inquiries now that we have to accept it. They have done all kinds of stuff and everything. So people of God, I want to say this as a warning to our hearts that listen, let us move by the wisdom of God. Let us be smart, thinking twice. I'm not saying anybody should jump the queue and do anything bad. I want you to do things right, legally. Let the parents of your, of your mother and your father and the parents of this, the, 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 your, your spouse, the two of you they must agree that the two of you can work together and they exchange whatever they need to exchange. And any man of God are present release the blessings of God there. Instantly, you have been established in the sight Amen. of God. Every other thing is paperwork. Hallelujah. Amen. And from there, Amen. you can have a settled home and build up a strong, beautiful home. Most of the weddings have gone collapsed. But some of these relationships that started with the families agreeing that the two of you to move, they are still there. And those with the flamboyant thousands of dollars of weddings spent up, up here and there, and there, it's all over the place. It's messed up and all kinds of challenges all over. Some of them are still paying debt of about 32,000 pounds after how many years? People of God, that is why the devil doesn't want you to have your peace of mind because the foundation, they always go into the, the depths of foundation. I remember on our wedding day, the Lord showed me one, they wanted to kill somebody in the, street, the road that we were doing. They wanted to create a, an atmosphere of a permanent uh, um, mental picture that will stay in our mind like a negative mental picture. They did everything. And the Lord kept on revealing to me because I was asking a lot of questions in the spirit. And the Lord kept on revealing to me, yeah, they're going to do this. And I see it. I pray against it. I will be quiet. I was quiet, calm. And hmm. then they sent somebody to come and cover the two of us with a veil. Hmm. In the dance floor, the and, and the Spirit of God, whilst I was dancing, I was praying. I was praying all out on the pop, mm. from the beginning to the end of my wedding day. I was praying, fasting, praying, praying, and people didn't, didn't know what was going on. The person came, the person was not mm. invited. 
I didn't give the person invitation. I didn't even have the mind of the person in my mind because the place was small. And then the person came. We were dancing on the dance floor. And the Spirit of God said to me that she is behind you with the, with the covering. So mm. all that I did was lift my two hands, turn around, and grab the, the covering from the hand of the woman. And then mm-hmm. I folded it in front of everybody in the dance floor. And I held the hands. And we, people of God, listen. And the woman left right in from that moment and was upset and would throw in tantrums. And then somebody took the thing from my hand. I'm telling you things that happened. People of God, they want to sow a very negative foundation in my marriage. At my dancing, my wedding dancing floor. And you say the devil is not a liar. Sit down. Sit down. Hmm. People of God, I'm, I'm ending the service here and I want you to do, do this. I've recorded this on record. It's already on video anyway. So these things that I'm saying is not something new. A lot of people saw it. People came and they were telling me, hey, Mark, you did well. And all that. I didn't say anything. I'm not there to go and brag about anything. God hmm. saved me. Whatever they wanted hmm. to cover me, they couldn't. By the grace of God, the glory of God is still raining on my marriage. Amen. By the hand of God, every Amen. expectation hasn't Amen. come to pass. The Lord himself is my, my anchor. People of God, let us set the foundations of our life from tonight. That's our focus. You are entering into June. Before we enter into the family and all the bloodlines and all the this, we have to start from our own and say, Lord, yeah. what went wrong with my life? How did I even come to this existence? What blood? How did my, my mom and my dad even met? Was there any approval? Was there out of wedlock and all that? Listen, none of them is wrong, but every, every one of them can be corrected. Amen. Yeah, because whatever happened in the past, you weren't there, weren't born, so you couldn't control it. So we can't put a negative a stigma on it. Say, oh, they did wrong. No, they did what they could do at the time, how they could do it. But God is our stay. I'm telling you this evening that the Lord is your help in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever Amen. the Lord will do to help you rise above the situation, we need to know the foundational cause so that Amen. we can rebuild from that point in the name Amen. of Jesus. If there should be a repositioning. The Lord will help us to be repositioned. If they need to bring in new fertilizer or resources from any source, the Spirit of God will identify. If there are some stuff that we will say that, allow, allow for now. Yes, we will allow and put a tap on it with the prayer of the saints by the grace of God. And we can end well our lives with joy in the name of Jesus Christ. This is why the Lord sent me that this month of June that we are entering in tomorrow is the month Amen. of the family. Please get yourself involved. Let's pray it out. Hallelujah. I am praying my own. I am praying my own. So don't sit out there and think that, oh, McCarthy's prayer will cover me. Maybe it will, but maybe it might not. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't want to promise anybody. But what I can promise you is this. If we stay together as family and we are asking for the root cause of whatever is going on, whether what, why is my, my child kept on every period, the child is sick or what this is a situation or this is delayed or this is not happening or that. The, the Lord will show. The Lord will reveal. We will come to the place of understanding. Even if we have made a, some mistakes in the past, the Lord will help us to know. Hallelujah. And then we can correct ourselves from there. And we can see a lot of things happening by the grace of God. Sometimes we may have said something and that triggered that. Sometimes somebody said something. that triggered, We don't know. 
We don't know. Someone was putting gravels on my land. And that was why I was struggling to be able to get productive life. Until the Lord revealed to me. And it wasn't a woman. I'm telling you. Listen. It wasn't a woman. It was a man. A man putting gravels on my land. So that I do not become productive in life. And mm. the Lord revealed. It's part of the whole journey for me to come out. And the Lord began mm. to reveal to me. And all these things, and I began to cast these things out, bind this, break this, destroy this, establish this, and all that. And gradually, the Lord has begun giving me more understanding of what my life to be. Tonight, may the Lord give you that grace to know Amen. where you began. In the name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen.